podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Everyone and welcome along to your live post-match gantry podcast here from Ibrox. My name is Craig Bennett and I'm your host this evening. It's a very late evening here at Ibrox and I'm joined by, by Ross Chalmers. Rangers have just drawn two each with PSV in what was a very eventful game. Um, really interesting balance um, between the first half and second half. Ross, keen to get your, your thoughts on everything that happened. But first of all, can you give us your, your immediate reaction to the, the, the result to each? Yeah, probably a little bit of frustration, to be honest with you, Craig. I think once Rangers got themselves into that position in the second half to go 2-1 up in the tie, you're probably looking to take that across to the Netherlands. I, I think the, the first half PSV were very good and probably Rangers were fortunate to be 1-0 up at half-time. Um, but I think they battled well in the second half uh, and scored a couple of really good goals, you know, Seema in the first half, Matondo's goal in the second half, I'm sure we'll get into more. Really good goals. It's just that feeling of frustration again that it's goals that could be prevented. Uh, I'm sure we'll dig into this, but a set-piece goal, to lose a set-piece goal and not be able to take a win across to Holland is very disappointing. But overall, I think it was a pretty decent performance from Rangers tonight. I think we've seen a lot of positives from from new signings as well and and people like Matondo that really haven't been around this squad lately. Um, so look, there's probably more positives than negatives, but I'll be honest, there's a little bit of frustration right now. Before we come on to sort of the individual instance of the game, let's talk about how scarily similar it is to the same game last year. Um, that was about 3K, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I think we spoke about this before the game kicked off tonight, and I think we spoke about it. I, w- I wouldn't have been surprised if PSV went up in the first half because I feel they'd, they'd done really well last year in the first half here in Ibrox and, and I just expected more of the same tonight. That is what happened. Uh, I think PSV will probably feel a wee bit hard done by not going in up at the break. I think we've seen reports online that De Jong kicked the, the, the door off the hinges so they were clearly frustrated by not being up at half time. But yeah, just a strange, just just eerily, just it's just weird like, how similar the two games were. Uh, and and I remember being here at Ibrox last year when we, we took the lead to go two one, and it was a set piece goal we conceded that night as well. And the the feelings I have at the moment are exactly the same. So yeah, look, we've seen a lot of the same players tonight for PSV stand out. I thought Ibrahim Sangari, he's picked for the goal, um, but I believe he scored here last year as well, and he looked a really good player. And I think they've they've added to their squad really well this year. Uh, I think they're better than they were last year to be honest with you I think that first half showed it so look it's going to be really tough next week but yeah um, strange just strange how football works sometimes yeah. isn't it yeah, just yeah. in terms of you just have these kind of backstories the whole thing with Malik Thielman being here tonight as well it's just it's just a strange one overall Craig yeah it was um, before the game I'd, I'd, we, we were we knew PSU would be a better team than they were last season I think we're all of the opinion that we are still trying to find our feet as a, as a team um, nine new players obviously coming in, uh, plenty of them trying still trying to make their their start I guess, um, or make or make their way in, into the Rangers team and find their feet. It was really interesting scene. Obviously this was a they had um, the first, the two games against Servette, which were interesting, probably a step up from domestic football. But tonight, especially the first half, it was a huge step up from any other 
game or opposition that we played so far since a lot of the new players came in and I think it really showed in that first half hour we were being dragged about um, all over the place defensively we had our two centre halves to, to thank for keeping us in the game at that yeah. point I felt we midfield we were being pulled all over the place we couldn't handle PSG's movement they were dominating the ball and it seemed like they were it seemed a bit ominous in terms of them just almost picking us apart at will um, it was uh, going into half time I was I had a wee bit of the fear before we scored but take us up to that goal and, and what what you felt we did well and what you felt that we didn't do so well well look everything you said there I agree with I think PSV tonight are are definitely a team that are that should be playing the Champions League let's be honest I know that we're battling with them to get there but they, they were a top side uh, they really they showed tonight how good they can be uh, especially in transition they were when they were picking the ball up uh, off of us in kind of central areas they were so quick to attack us and that's something that I think we struggled with a lot in that first half the ability for PSV to really be under pressure from us but the ability to turn that into a chance uh, they were doing that so quickly and it, and I think it did spook us a wee bit I think it spooked the players and I think it spooked the fans I think there was a there was a bit of fear every time that Rangers had possession in kind of central areas and they were maybe being crowded out I totally agree with you what you said in terms of Rangers shape was a wee bit all over the place tonight in the first half I think they were being pulled around I wasn't sure whether the the approach was to try and press PSV high or if it was to kind of stay compact. It's a bit and, kind of caught in the middle, didn't it? Yeah, at times. That's, that's not a good place to be at any stage of any game. It's probably the worst place to be because yeah. if you've got someone like Todd Cantwell that's going to be very aggressive and, and press the fullback, but you don't have a Serial Dessers and a Dallasima behind him to back him up, the, the press is redundant, really. You, you might as well not do it. So you all need to buy into that. And I think at times tonight, you could see it, the frustration in the first 10 minutes, Craig. You could see Todd Campbell throwing his arms. He wasn't really happy. There was a lot of frustration at Borna Barisic in those, those yeah, early moments, wasn't there? It just, didn't, it just wasn't clicking for Rangers. But I think you've got to look at two sides of, of a football match. And I know, listen, it's a Rangers podcast. We're going to analyse Rangers. But PSV probably, you know, put a lot of that onto us tonight. They they made it very difficult for Rangers, especially in that first half. And, and I think we, were, we just weren't sure how to deal with it. Michael Beale tweaked a few things. He actually changed it a wee bit in that first half as well. He changed to a, a two up front for press and he tried to push them wide. And I thought we actually started to deal with them a wee, better, wee bit better. Uh, I think that, again, helps us to win the ball off Sangari to, for the for the SEMA goal. So, look, I, I just think you, you've seen tonight how good a team PSV are going to be. And I think it's very similar feelings to what we had last year, Craig, when we went over there. We knew how good a team we were there. Uh, they were, should I say. And we knew it was going to be difficult, but look, we've done it last year and we can certainly do it again, but we are in a game here. Uh, it's going to be a really, really tough tie for us next week. Uh, but yeah, but I, th- yeah. I, think you, I think you know at this stage of the competition you're going to be up against a good team. I yeah, don't think. of course. I don't think at any point that you think oh, we'll just be up against a team that will stroll past. Yeah. No team in Europe is easy for Rangers to get past, but even if even if we did perform to our best, PSV would still be a challenge and that's what you expect at this stage of the competition. We've touched a couple of times on, on the goal um, that we saw just before half-time. An absolute screamer from Abdul Asima, who was having a shocker of a game before that. Um, it, 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 it couldn't have worked any better, but it was safe to say it was a surprise. Oh, it was definitely a surprise. I'm, I think everyone that was that was sharing the, the gantry with us tonight was equally as frustrated with Abdul Asima. Abdul Asima in that first half came across to me as just not really having confidence in what he wanted to do. I think there was one comment that said um, 
how did we find the only bad player Brighton have? <laughs> I think that was one of the comments. That said this. Yeah, I mean that, that was a good one actually. That got quite a few laughs, and he didn't he he, he didn't look great that first half of Delasima. I think there were small signs of what he could get, bring to the game, and I could understand why Michael Beale was playing him, but he wasn't showing enough of it. He wasn't being positive when he was in possession. He wasn't thriving at fullback enough. He was waiting on Borna Barisic a lot for the overlap instead of just taking his man on. Or if he had an opportunity to come inside, he wasn't really taking it. So, look, he had a really, really difficult first half. And I think he's one of the players that we would have been talking about at halftime to say, if, if he comes back out for the second half, he's not going to be out there pretty long, right? He's going to yeah. get hooked. So... Look, the goal is actually really, really good. Um, it's really aggressive from Rangers. It's Fraskin again. He wins the ball. It breaks to Dessers. Dessers does well to pick him out. And it's a tremendous finish. Like, really, really good. I mean, we watched the highlights uh, at halftime. And it's right in the top corner. Couldn't be any more top it, corner. It couldn't be any more top corner. The goalkeeper has absolutely no chance. So, and I think I said this at halftime and... I think we forget this sometimes when players are maybe not playing well. That that shows character from Abdelazima. That shows that he has the mentality um, to play at this level. Maybe not. We'll, we'll, we'll find out at the end of the season whether they can play for Rangers, right? It's maybe a bit premature for that. But he certainly has the mentality and the character to play at this level. Because if you have a 40 minutes like he was having, but then you can put the ball in the top corner of that, you know, from outside the 18-yard box, there's clearly a player in there with some sort of ability. So, look... Full credit to Abdel Asima. He gets Rangers ahead and uh, it made that halftime kind of thoughts and discussion amongst everyone a lot more positive than I think it was going to be. Yeah, I think at halftime the discussion was generally, uh, right, we were kind of caught in between, like we touched on earlier, caught in between either fully pressing or sitting back. We actually felt that that would make Michael Beale's decision for him and he would probably sit. Yeah, I, I, was half, I was really expecting us to sit back in the second half. Yeah. Um, and try and protect that lead and keep the game tight and um, make sure that there was no PSU weren't finding the space and the gaps they were they were creating with uh, I mean the speed at which they moved the ball and then moved themselves into space was quite incredible at times um, you could tell yeah. our players were struggling to to follow that especially in and around the edge of the box um, and especially our fullbacks actually yeah. was the main area that we kept getting caught out on that front but it was um, actually it was it turned into quite oh. It was almost a more open game in the second half. Yeah. Um, we had more chances. They had more chances. We almost made it two straight from the off. Um, there was some nice play. Um, James Tavernier, it was, I think it was a, a lofty ball. I can't remember if it was Cifuentes or Raskin that played it over. A lofty ball. James Tavernier gets on the end of it. And I think the goalkeeper makes a good save yeah. from that. And if, if it had if it'd gone 2-0 there, you're, yeah. you're really in dreamland at that point, aren't you? Yeah, I think... I think Rangers started the, the second half well. I think Michael Beale, even though the, the team were up at half time, probably let them know where where they were struggling. Now this seems to become a this is a recurring theme at the moment that Rangers don't really start well in the first half. So this is something that has to be addressed. This can't continue, right? It, it will catch up with you. We've seen that in the first day of the season against Kilmarnock. Didn't really play well in the first half, and they weren't able to 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 you know turn it around in the second half. So this this has to be addressed. I'd like to think with time players gelling, getting more used to each other, getting more confidence that that will go. But yeah, look, we did, we did start the second half well. I can't remember exactly when PSV scored, but it didn't feel long after the... I think the, it was roughly 50... It was about 55 minutes, minutes. yeah. So, I'm, I'm sure someone in the comments can let us know um, how far off we are there. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was... A, I think you're right. I think it was a pretty open game. 
in that second half. What I will say is, and I, you're probably coming on to this, so I apologise for jumping ahead. The PSV goal is a very, very good goal. You know, it comes down at um, our right-hand side, their left side. The ball swung to the back post. You'd maybe think the chance is gone, but they do really well to recycle possession. They play the ball in. We're not able to deal with it. Uh, it's, it's, it's the dummy. The, it's the, the dummy, the, yeah. It does Raskin. Raskin should probably be standing in the root of the ball yeah. um, at that stage, but he's kind of gone slightly past it, which means it just falls back to Sundari, who gives Butland the eyes, effectively, and, yeah. and puts it into the... And it's a really good finish. And, and and we've seen that from Sangari before. Uh, he scored here last year, I'm pretty sure. You know, he, he has that ability to arrive late in the box, especially for a holding midfielder. It's quite incredible. You can see why he's linked with clubs like Bayern Munich, right? Uh, I don't think he's going to be at PSV for much longer. He's a top player. Uh, and I think we've seen that again tonight. So, look, really disappointing time to concede because there was a lot of energy in the stadium at that point. Uh, and it did flatten the crowd for a while. Um, but you have to be honest and hold your hands up and say, it was a really nice goal from PSV. And that's what they have. You know, they, they have good quality in their squad and they can cut you open. And it is one of those goals, Craig, where I know you're never happy to concede. Of course you're not. But it is one of the goals where you kind of sit back and you go, well, at least we've been cut open like that. At least they've scored a good goal. Uh, you wouldn't want it to be, for example, the second goal, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, that one, it was a bit of a sucker punch. But... Again, we responded well to. It. Yeah, after the after the after the second goal, after the PSV equaliser, I was kind of expecting the game to revert to type and to go back to how the first half was, but it never really did. No. So we upped it a bit, um, up to a level going into the second half, and Michael Beale's substitutions made a made a really big difference. He's a he comes under criticism quite a bit for. Yep. Either the timing of his substitutions or, or the personnel that he's either bringing on or taking off the park. Um, but I felt that it made a, it made a real difference tonight and we, we saw the benefits of a guy like John Lundstrom coming in, a guy who isn't necessarily a, a favourite of Rangers fans at this moment in time, but we saw this is the kind of game that, that he kind of loves for in terms of um, aggressive, competitive, playing largely on the counter-attack. Yeah. Um, and so defending the box resolutely and then playing us out from there. And I think it, um, the game plan looked much more solid and secure in the second half. Yeah, I, I think there, there's worth mentioning quickly here. I, I think the midfield, we really struggled with the midfield in the first half. Um, I think, if we're honest, tonight I think the game kind of passed Jose Cifuentes by a little bit. Um, I think he struggled with the pace a wee bit. And look, that's to be expected, OK? Um, he's, he's not long in the door. Uh, playing European football, you know, he's been in the MLS for a while. It's going to take him a wee bit of time to get up to speed, especially against the top team like PSV. So, look, these things happen. Game kind of passing by. I also thought Ryan Jack had some good spells tonight, but I think physically, again, he didn't look at his sharpest. And I actually, I think you're right to highlight this. And I think it's important to say this sometimes because I think a lot of fans do jump on John Lundstrom as soon as there's an opportunity to do so, right? And that's as we are as football fans, right? If we have an opinion, we'll jump all over it when it's relevant. Um, I think John Lundstrom done really well tonight when he came on. Yeah. Genuinely, I think you've made a really good point there in terms of the game suited his skill set. Um, and he was able to be aggressive. He was able to try and mop up when, when PSV were trying to hit us in transition. He'd done really well in that central area. And I think this is more what I want to see from John Lundstrom. And this is how he has to be used, really. Okay, European football does suit John Lundstrom, especially when we're not going to have the ball. So that was a really, really good substitution for Michael Bailey. Recognised it early because I think we all felt at that point it would be Jose Cifuentes, but he stayed in the park. The other one, of course, is Ryan Matondo, who really did make a difference. He brought on 
pace that Seema was given to the game, like for like, and he used it straight away. He, 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 he seems like a completely different player to the Rabi Matondo that we saw last season. It's, it's quite incredible, incredible how much confidence in a footballer can give them. It can take what you think is a you know a substandard player with hardly any ability to a complete different level that you weren't expecting. Yeah. And I think that's what you're seeing from Ayan Matondo at the moment. He's maybe had a bit of a you know an arm around the shoulder from Michael Beale and told you know you have a real opportunity to play here. You're, you're, I'm, I'm keeping you around for a reason. So yeah. it's up to you now to go and prove it. Um, and I think he's grabbing it and he's doing really well at the moment, Ryan Matondo. And he's probably one I expect to play this weekend at Ross County. I think he's earned it now. I expect him to, to from the start in a you know in a league game, a domestic game, right? So I think he's done really well. I'm ju- I'll just talk about the goal now, seeing as we're going to come I was going to say, I'll just let's go into the goal. Yeah. Let's go into, I guess, Ravi Matondo's shining moment yeah. of the game, we'll call it. <laughs> exactly. um, so it comes from a PSV corner, I'm sure. Um, the ball is a PSV free kick. There was a ball into the box yes, from PSV. Um, the ball is kind of in the air. A few, it bounces a couple of times. I think Cifuentes misses it or almost gets it. And Todd Cantwell flicks the ball over yep. uh, the PSV player's head. All of a sudden, it's three on three um, for Rangers as we head towards the goal. It almost looks like Todd Cantwell has held on to the ball for too long and Cyril Dessers has moved offside. Everyone, I think, around us thought Cyril Dessers yeah. was offside. Um, but it was a it was a good pass. And then Cyril Dessers, whether he thought he was offside as well and then relaxed a little bit and thought, oh, well, I'll give it a go. Or whether he um, whether he, he picked out the pass um, before he even had the ball, we can't say for certain. But what a pass oh. it was. It was a, a dream of a pass from yeah. Cyril Dessers. And two assists for, for him tonight as well. You can touch on him and your answer. Um, he lays it on a plate for Rabi Matondo, who just squats at home so coolly, so calmly. Like, like we said before, a completely different Rabi Matondo from, from what we had last season. But it was some goal, Ross. It was a top goal. I think Todd Cantwell is... I, I'll go through each player because I think everyone deserves a lot of credit for this goal. Uh, Todd Cantwell does really well uh, on the right-hand side for Rangers. Uh, he flicks over the PSV midfielder, I believe. I'm not really sure who it was at the time. And he drives into the centre of the park. And I actually thought at the time he's made the wrong pass. I thought he should have went to Matondo straight away. You're breaking through on goal. There's the pace to carry out the park. He's actually decided to play, you know, to, to his right-hand side. And he's done really well to do that. He opens his space and he's actually in the middle. And again, that's what Todd Campbell will give you is the ability to run with the ball, beat players, open up space. So he does really well. Dessers, who, yeah, we were all convinced he's offside um, from our position in Ibrooks tonight, controls the ball really well, actually, but I thought he'd killed the momentum. Yeah. But the pass he picked is unbelievable, really, because it's one of, it's one of those passes where the, the attacker or the striker doesn't have to do anything with it. Rabi Matondo knows he doesn't need to take a touch. It's set perfectly up from, And it's a really good finish from Rabi Matondo because we've seen it certain times when he's got in these positions He's not really done well. He doesn't have that kind of cutting edge, that that ability to finish things in the final third. So everyone deserves a lot of credit for that goal. Cyril Dessers for me is the is the main one because that is not an easy pass to make. You think of the angle, he's curled that round, the weight of pass deserves a lot of credit for it. You touched upon there, two assists from tonight. I was actually quite frustrated with him tonight, Cyril Dessers, overall in terms of, and I don't think it's necessarily his fault, I'm not really sure what type of striker he is yet. I yeah. think I'm still working that out. I thought 
tonight we tried to use his physicality and we tried to play long to him a lot and it didn't really work if we're honest I think he, he was in a battle against those two yeah. centre-halves but he was up for the battle and I think we, we saw shades of what Morelos has offered us in the yeah. past in these kind of games in terms of that physicality and using his body some frustrating fouls in there I thought he was harshly treated sometimes as well yeah. by the referee but he gave us that physicality when he was on the ball though I thought he did look composed a lot of the time and I thought he was picking his passes better than we've seen so far and I thought he looked more you saw more of the good in Cyril Dessers tonight than I think we have seen so far yeah I, I think Cyril Dessers has clearly came to Rangers and he's not been fit okay he's been carrying an injury it's prevented him pre-season and I think sometimes he does look I think I was going to say lethargic there I'm not sure if that's the right term but he's just he's not looked fit so far I think the last couple of games, I think we've seen it against Morton at the weekend, he looked a lot better. And I think tonight, even though I'm still frustrated with how we are using him, it's not necessarily himself I've got the, the frustration with. It's just I'm not sure how we get the best out of him. But I think he looks very good technically. Um, I think he controlled the ball well. I think he is different to Morelos. Uh, I'm not sure playing the same way to Dessers that we did to Morelos is really going to suit him. I, I'm just not convinced by that as of yet. I'm, hopefully I'm proved wrong and he and he has the same success rate as Morelos did in European competitions for us, right? But I think he showed tonight he's got some good touches, technically very good, and that pass shows it, right? Yeah. He clearly understands, um, you know, how to play that killer pass in the final third. He knows how to use his body in these situations as well. So it's another positive night for Serial Dessus. He's done really well, deserves credit, and he deserves an immense amount of credit for that goal because he sets out for Ramitondo to put it away. Yeah, Rangers are in the lead. Again, we're a little surprised the Rangers are in the lead, but we're in the lead and actually we look like we're starting to push forward for a third. Um, and as we do, as we have only about five, six, seven minutes between uh, Rangers goal and then the equaliser, it's just so disappointing to lose another goal from a set piece. Um, I believe it was uh, De Jong that headed the ball in from, from the corner, but we, we keep seem to be getting caught under the ball in these kind of situations and we've heard it was John Suter's man um, I, I don't know if we can say for certain that it was but we've heard it was John Suter's man and if it is that's a few times now that he um, has been caught under the ball um, or caught I'm going to say napping which is probably a bit harsh but um, the commander goal obviously the ball got stuck in his feet um, yeah. for the Servette goal he got caught completely caught under the ball. the ball and then tonight if his lost his man as well. I think John Suter for 99% of the time he's been in a Rangers jersey he's been really positive but that is that pattern we're starting to see now. I'm not going to go too hard on John Suter tonight because I, I'm really not sure whether it's his fault yeah. for the goal and I think that would be unfair. Um, what I would say overall is that it, like I said before and Michael Beale picked up in his press conference it's really really disappointing to lose a goal from a set piece especially when you've you've really fashioned a great goal before that you know it's a fantastic goal so to lose that momentum you have and the lead you have is really really disappointing look we know that Luke De Jong has strength in the air he is a bit of a kind of target man for PSV they do look to play off him so maybe it's not as surprising as we're making out here that we've lost the set peoples and in fact it's probably not surprising because we've lost a few right yeah. but it's just really disappointing to lose it that way we've not been cut open really in the second half other than that uh, first goal which was really well worked from them so yeah just very similar feelings to last year for me Craig it's just really disappointing to lose that goal um, and I think you would have went over there 
next week with a 2-1 lead with really something to hold on to and a yeah. lot of momentum. And I think the pressure would have been on PSV because of the kind of start issue from last year. They would have came into that tie thinking, we've got it all to do. Um, and we played so well last week at Ibrox and we've still got it all to do. So it might have been a bit of a, a mental blocker for them. But I think now, listen, I think Rangers will go into the tie with confidence that they can do it. Um, but I think PSV will equally feel the same way. And I think that's what's going to make it a, a really good battle next week. Yeah, there's a few comments saying we're being a bit harsh on John Suter. Um, I do actually think John Suter had a really good game again tonight. I think I both centre-halves had yeah. a really good game. I, I thought Conor Golson was immense tonight, like genuinely immense. Uh, he was everywhere, he was blocking everything. I, I, I could go on about this uh, yeah. all, all night, to be honest with you. We'd probably never leave Craig. But I thought, yeah, I, I thought both centre-backs done well overall for me. Uh, and Conor Golson especially was just superb. Yeah, let's just round off the, um, the, the immediate post-match reaction. Um, to this game with the final chance that we thought Rangers were going to take take the lead again. Um, Rangers were the ones piling on the pressure towards the end of the game, which was, which, which was refreshing to see. It wasn't necessarily what I expected at that point in the game. Um, the ball's played in. Um, I, can't remember, I think it's James Tavernier plays the ball, a killing ball across. Sam Lammers with a delightful touch and turn in the same movement. Um, hits a shot in the turn. Good save by the goalkeeper. Um, the ball falls to our Brazilian number 99, who sees his shot either blocked or saved. I'm not entirely sure which one of the two it was. He's getting a lot of criticism in the comments for not lifting the ball. Um, having seen the replay back though on the TV, he was at a tight angle. He yeah. had a defender and the goalkeeper to try and beat. I think it's a bit harsh to criticise him for not tucking that one away, albeit he was only six yards out. It's a, it's a tough one because I think if you're a striker, in that area, the, the box, the six-yard box, you'd expect our striker to put that way. But we ha- and that was our initial impression, right? Yeah. We have seen the replays now. It is a tight angle. The goalkeeper is right there in front of him. There's also a defender. Could he do a bit better? Probably. He could lift the ball. Um, again, I'm not convinced it goes in. That there might there might become a, a block in there. <laughs> it's a tough one. I'm not really sure, honestly. I'll need to watch it back. Um, I think that the comments have taken over there. Uh, Chris saying that Danilo should have burst the top yeah. of the net. Uh, our very own uh, man in Texas, Craig Hart, Super Ali was being, should have lifted the ball. Um, Super said so. Well, look, and, I'm not um, going to argue Mark, with Alan McCoy. Mark Gilmore said uh, that he screwed that up. So, yeah. So, um, so, look, if Alan McCoy is yeah. saying he should have buried it, then Alan McCoy is probably right and I'm wrong, right? So, <laughs> if we're both wrong, they are probably... Um, we should be harsh, you should score there. So, but yeah, again, disappointing. I thought it was actually really well worked. Yeah, um, Sam Lammers does really well. Yeah. I, I think we've seen from last week in Servette, Sam Lammers was, in my opinion anyway, was woeful when he came off the bench last week. But he actually made a bit of an impact again off the bench tonight. I think yeah. all the subs did. Um, and he does really well to fashion that. And look, it's a, it's a bit unfortunate. It's interesting with Sam Lammers, he's come in for a lot of criticism and I realise we're, um, we, we won't... Um, spend a lot of time on this point but Sam Lammers looked a lot more comfortable in this type of game tonight when he came on than he has done against um, the likes of Livingston against um, the, the the domestic team so far it was it was quite interesting to see type of player that thrives in space Aye. Craig type of player that if you open the pitch up he's going to thrive he's very technical he likes beating people 1v1 the problem is in domestic football it's not. It's never going to be a one v one. You know, there's going to be overloads in the opposition. They're going to make it two v ones. They're going to make it difficult. And especially in central areas where he wants to be, they are going to crowd those areas. They're not going to make it easy for Rangers. So, 
I think we all know that we've signed a good player in Sam Lammers. He showed it in preseason. He showed it. He's got he's got a goal already for Rangers in domestic football against Livingston. There is a good player in there, but he certainly needs to adapt to domestic football quicker. Now that might come from the player himself, or it has to come from Michael Beale and try to find a role for him that suits more. But I want to see more from Sam Lammers, yeah. um, and I think he's shown some of that tonight. But I want to see it at Ross County this weekend. Yeah, let's round off this podcast obviously Rangers 2 PSV 2 looking ahead to next week uh, Ross all to play for basically a a one game final to get into the Champions League exact same position we were in last year how are you feeling are you confident we can make it to the Champions League how do you see next week going well, I think I, I'm always confident when it comes to Rangers, maybe blindly sometimes. Uh, so I'm sure as the build-up starts next week, I'll be, I'll be fully confident, especially when we've done it last year. You know, we've went over there really tough at the time. Um, I think we were pretty depleted when it came to the centre-backs. Was it James Sands? And yeah. I can't remember who played centre-back that night. I know James Sands played because I'm pr- pretty sure he had a really good performance. So, look, we went over there with a bit of a depleted squad last year and we've done it. So there's no reason why we can't do it again. I think, like I said before, PSV have got better. I think there's arguments to say that we maybe aren't at the same level we were last year. I'd like to think we've got a squad now that's healthier than last year, but we're maybe not seeing the best of them so far. But, look, we can definitely do it. Um, it's not going to be easy. It's going to very much be like last year. I think we're going to be under a lot of pressure for a lot of the game. Um, and we're going to have to soak up. We're going to try and hit them in the counter-attack. But it can certainly be done, Craig, and uh, my confidence will grow uh, as we get into next week and we build up to the game. Right now, for me, this sounds very Michael Beale and you know manager talk. I'm just focusing on Ross County now. I just want to go and win this weekend. I want to try and build some, some momentum with this team trying to get more of that positivity we've seen tonight in the performance. I want to build on this now. I want the team to build on this. So I know I sound like the manager there, but yeah, let, let's focus on Ross County and we'll deal with PSV next week when it comes. I think we all do. We all want to see that that build and I think we all can st- sort of start to see the momentum building in a good way for us at this moment in time. The last thing we want is for that to hit a bump at the weekend and thing well you can't be uh, saying that come so, on positivity <laughs> so <laughs> fingers crossed and the train keeps rolling um tommy will absolutely hate that i've used that that, <laughs> that reference but let's hope the train keeps rolling and rangers um go for another one at the weekend thank you very much for joining us ross just in terms of what's coming up kyle and i think you'll be back actually tomorrow yeah uh, ross to, to delve a bit deeper into this game into Michael Beale's post-match comments as well which were really interesting Um, so the guys will be back tomorrow live at 7pm on YouTube make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel toggle on those notifications and drop the video a like if you've enjoyed the content as well thank you very much everyone for joining us and until tomorrow goodbye Podcast Network.